0: I get high, 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 high. welcome to another episode of the two brothers one dad dead podcast Today, we're going to have another s- installment in the special podcasting event called Family Tree. And this episode of Family Tree is going to be about our grandmother, Helen, although we called her Gummy. Jay bear how would you describe Grandma to people who didn't
1: know her? I would describe Grandma as... Um... A sharp-witted woman with a good sense of humor, um, kind of like to have fun a lot, like to goof around, and you know, it was not at the sake, not at the expense of like being responsible and like you know, caring and nurturing when it, when she needed to be, but just kind of like a fun person to be around.
0: Yeah, and it's funny that you say responsible because in a lot of ways she was kind of the. Uh kind of the workhorse of at least that side of the family. I mean, she had a nine to five job. She had a career, mm-hmm. she bought a house. Um, and she did have a good sense of humor. I think we got our sharpness kind of like she had a very sharp sense of humor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe a little wacky but i feel like mom's like one of mom's greatest gifts to us is her wacky sense of humor but grandma was pretty sharp do you remember anything she i know she said some like she had some real zingers like even when she was you know yeah. into her late
1: 80s well one of my earliest examples of her sharpness i guess i think i was like 5 or 6 and you were not like really beating me up but kind of horsing around a little too rough and I was getting upset yeah. and crying maybe even which you know, probably I probably only cried once or twice when I was that age but no you kind of cried um, like almost every day about something <laughs> okay <laughs> and I was getting upset and I was like complaining to her about it and I was expecting her to be like oh Jesse honey are you okay but she's like fight back wimp
0: <laughs> yeah, I remember that. And I remember I thought I was going to get in trouble, but instead she kind of was like, You got in trouble almost for not fighting back and just like, Yeah, like being a baby. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, nowadays, though, like she should have stood up to your toxic masculinity a little more. Right. Mm, I mean, I think. <laughs> I think to put it in
0: the context of nowadays, she would have told me to observe other people's boundaries, but she also would have, I Uh think, encouraged you to, you know... have your own boundaries and verbalize them instead of like running to your grandma every single time you were upset.
1: Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that stung me at the time, but just like when I got a little bit older, I looked back on it and it really cracked me up. Yeah, that was and, pretty funny. And so don't go into the opposite end of that. Like, don't you have an example of something kind of sharp and funny in a not so PC way from her late 80s, that you were mentioning?
0: Oh, yeah. So I you do you know, not want to uh, share that. Oh, no, it's fine. As listeners know, like I had a little bit of a wild phase and then I kind of got out of my wild phase and I came, you know, I, I think I skipped a summer or because basically after, you know, after we moved in with dad, part of the deal was that we would come visit you know, mom every summer. And I think I just skipped like one summer or two and I was kind of like in my wild or, you know, whatever phase. And then I came back and I met this girl at a teenage, like a teen only nightclub and her name was Katie. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And I didn't have a way to go visit her because she lived like in, I don't know, Kirtland Hills or something like that. Right. And I was like, grandma, can I borrow your car? Which is in Ohio. And yeah, we were, we weren't far, but we were a good 30, 40 minute drive or whatever. And grandma was like, ah, Like she only borrow her car once to go like to to get some food three blocks away. But that was kind of as far as she wanted me to take her car. Mm -hmm. And she's like, maybe you should find. And this is she talked like kind (laughs) of like she almost had like an Ohio or Pennsylvania accent. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But she talked Uh like. I, like, some I think somebody who had never met her would almost think she was like had a weird German accent or something because she'd be like, mm. "Why don't you find a girlfriend who's a little bit closer?" And. It, which Mm -hmm. is like not a big deal but at the time I was like how can you be so heartless and cruel and like (laughs) there's only one Katie in the world and this Uh wasn't like my most serious she wasn't even like a girlfriend girlfriend she was just kind of Mm -hmm. a girl I hung out with every summer Mm -hmm. and at the time I was like oh so heartless so cruel there's only one Katie blah 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 but like looking back on it as an adult like she's kind of right like there was a million girls between you know where Katie you know there was like girls Mm -hmm. in the neighborhood I could have been hanging out with and like, yeah, probably more fun. So, anyways, but she was a real pragmatist in, in a lot of ways, yeah. But I mean, and the heart wants what the heart wants, yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. yeah, and something I've been thinking a lot about is like, I think the heart always does remain a child, really, kind of, yeah. I mean, like, I think mm-hmm. our emotional wants and needs. The way we satisfy them or express them might get more sophisticated as we age. Mm -hmm. But I think like that basic stuff that you want as a kid, like to feel protected, to feel loved, to Mm. feel valued, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think any of that really goes away. But anyways, speaking of matters of the heart. Yes. Another interesting thing about grandma is that she like she stayed at she visited grandpa a lot like what do you think about grandma and grandpa's relationship uh-huh. because as as listeners may recall from the grandpa episode they got divorced after he went blind she s- started cheating on him with like grandpa's best friend, Jim, which we'll devote an episode to maybe next episode. But anyways, she basically moved out with the neighbor, married the neighbor, but then still stayed, I guess, kind of cool with grandpa.
1: Like, Mm -hmm. what did you think of their relationship?
0: Grandma and grandpa.
1: I thought it was... Yeah, I thought it was cool overall, kind of like I mentioned. Um, You know, part of me wonders if she did that, like... Maybe out of some, like, a little bit of genuine affection that she had left, but also just kind of like I was saying in our last episode, some guilt, maybe. Yeah. But overall, I mean, I thought it was good, you know, like, not to sound cheesy, but the more people that get along, the better.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, And it's also important to kind of, like, mention that Grandma, she, like, she took care of us a lot. Like not a lot, Mm -hmm. lot, 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 but I mean, I would say we spent, you know, two or three weekends a month at her house and there was times when we actually, you know, we would live with her for whole summers. So it was kind of cool because Mm -hmm. kind of as grandmas should be, she was kind of a second mom. Right. Don't you think? Very true. Very true. What was what was funny is she was nurturing in a lot of ways, but she wasn't super mm-hmm. lovey dovey. Like, have you noticed that like the dad's mm-hmm, side of the mm-hmm. family say I love you a lot more than mom's side of the family? <laughs> or at least grandma. I remember like when she was like the last time I saw her, I said, Okay, love you, Grandma. She's like, mm, okay, yeah.
1: <laughs> Do you remember? Yeah. Did
0: I, you ever notice that or no?
1: I don't know. I mean, I don't remember her like hugging and kissing me all the time, but at least when I got older and would call her, like when we hung up, she'd say, okay, I love you. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe not in the sweetest way, but yeah. (laughs) But I mean, also sometimes
0: when we'd call her, she would be like, I think she especially did it to you. I think you were better about calling. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't she be like, okay, uh, thanks for calling. My favorite show is on
1: yeah yeah because she was obsessed with these certain soap operas
0: yeah but that's the thing about grandma she was like a cool grandma she would like bake cakes and cookies and stuff Uh but I don't know maybe she just wasn't a phone person but she would just kind of like yeah yeah okay thanks for calling I'm busy I want to watch my soap (laughs) opera (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) yeah so what else about grandma What what are some of your favorite memories with her
1: um well you kind of mentioned how we spent a lot of summers with her it's one of my favorite just overall is spending those summers in pennsylvania (laughs) like her when yumi her and jim her husband would load up that station wagon and drive to pennsylvania
0: and you and i would sleep in the back like Uh you and i would sleep in the back yeah. yeah of the station wagon
1: yeah. yeah. And just spending, like, they they lived in this real small town in Pennsylvania, Weatherly. Do you remember it much? I
0: actually remember it, like, very clearly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah me too. I, I thought those were just really fun days.
0: <laughs> those were really fun days. Cause that Hanging was, like, that, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, no, just, and just the time. It was just a cool time, too, because mm-hmm. I was, you know, 11, 12, 13. You were mm-hmm. 9, 10, 11. It's right. like, us kids would just kind of play all day and just we had our own little world and it was a small enough town Mm -hmm. and I think the times were different like yes we would just kind of walk to the graveyard at night mm-hmm, by ourselves mm-hmm. just to like yeah. try to freak yeah. each other out or yeah. we would yeah yeah so I don't yeah that was those were really it, cool times it
1: was cool we had that whole basement thing to ourselves from what i remember like a basement yeah. den kind of yeah and sometimes our cousins would come for part in yeah. the summer too you know it was just fun
0: that was and we would watch mtv this is when they Mm -hmm. still had music videos yeah and uh our cousin michelle loved that uh loved janet jackson do you remember
1: oh did she no no but i could i could see that yeah and do you remember she
0: would try to get us to dance she'd be like oh you guys like dance to this you guys do you remember she would try to get us to dance to music videos no not really Uh, no (laughs) yeah that's funny though i I felt so awkward and embarrassed (laughs) were we good uh i don't think so (laughs) or at least uh, i speaking for myself I, i don't think we were very good yeah um what else about grandma did you ever get in a fight with her
1: you know i never did you never did really i don't think so no there was one time when i was like kind of a little wild myself like 1617 or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like kind of like in a um, you know kind of like a kleptomaniac phase and like I snagged some money from her purse one time. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I the thing is like she knew it. I think she had kind of been on to me a little bit. Yeah. And she confronted me about it and of course you know i denied it <laughs> and um but wait yeah uh-huh? go ahead no no, just, no go ahead i denied it of course and she was like that's the one time i remember her like actually like yelling at me and getting like really mad well, what about when you stole her car? Uh, stole her car. Yeah. That Do tune. you remember? Yeah. Oh, was- <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That, oh, that, yeah. <laughs> that might have been that same summer, actually. It kind of lines uh, yeah. up. Well, go ahead. Tell it from your side and I'll tell it from my side. And yeah, I mean, for the record, I didn't really steal it. I just kind of used it without authorization. She drove it
0: around the block, though, didn't
1: you? <laughs> huh? Yeah, dude, it's not like I drove it to New York. I mean, I drove it around okay, the block uh, in Cleveland, Ohio.
0: Yeah. Okay, but tell me okay.
1: the story. So, I was out there for the summer visiting Mom. I was staying at her place, I think in Lakewood or Shaker Heights. <laughs> and Grandma came by with Grandpa to visit her, or to visit us, <laughs> I guess. And... um like I think what had happened is I knew they were coming, but I saw them pull up. I was like out on a walk before they got there, and I saw them pull up. And I was like, Oh, this is grandma and grandpa. And I saw them, um You know, sorry, I'm just trying to think how I got the car keys because what I was gonna say is I saw them walk into the house and then I hopped in the car, but I don't know how I would have <laughs> had the keys so like maybe another thing that actually makes more sense is I went in there for a little bit grandma was like taking a nap or something and I got the keys and I was like kind of interested in driving. but I didn't have a learner's permit or anything. And you'd never driven before, had you? I never, no, no. But dude, I mean, you know, I'm a child of the 80s and 90s. I'd played plenty of driving video games, right? (laughs) You know, so uh, I figured I was good. And it just seemed like a cool idea. So I hopped in it. I drove around the block. Um, I pulled into like, there was like a CVS or Walgreens parking lot. (laughs) And I pulled into, like, the strips on, in the parking lot just because I thought that would be really cool to, you know, be, think that I was able to do that. Practice parking? Practice parking. <laughs> yeah. Not your typical Joyrider experience. Like, yeah. hey,
0: let's practice parallel parking.
1: <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that's it. I, it was, like, a five-minute thing. Well, I but then back. you and, and she, then you did go you ahead park it exactly where it was left
0: and did you park it exactly well, where no it was i was left? just gonna
1: say I, I thought i did and that's the thing so i got back i parked it and then grandma when they're getting ready to go or something she comes out all like inspector clouseau and it's like <laughs> yes this isn't parked the exact way i left it did you take it i was like no grandma bullshit bullshit (laughs) because you know she'd always say that yeah and uh i'm like no and like bullshit and just i don't remember the like the end of that but she eventually laughed and um that was it i was pretty proud of myself but then like a day or two later i got a call from uncle john (laughs) And yeah. I thought he'd be all excited, like, "Oh, that was so cool!" But he's like, "Jesse, that was really stupid. Like, <laughs> you shouldn't have done that. That was really, really stupid, really dumb." <laughs> that's
0: exactly how we talk to. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And that's that's about it.
0: It's funny how Uncle John, of all people, was so quick to moralize. Like, exactly. hey, he was a cool guy. Yeah. But when he thought he was in the right and you were in the wrong, he would just, like, you know, lay it on, lord it over you. Yeah. And totally lay it on you so thick. And you're like, dude, you're the guy who's going to fucking, you, you're the guy who has a secret uh-huh. family, as it turns out. And,
1: right. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and <laughs> you're <laughs> lecturing. Exactly. Yeah. You're lecturing me for <laughs> taking like a five minute joyride.
0: Yeah. And I think that's actually part of the reason that dad was kind of saying that I, I, because I, I do remember like uncle John giving dad a hard time and stuff. And, you know, I think, you know, well, no, just about other stuff. And to mom's point, like John probably had a good, um, had a lot of good reasons to give dad a hard time about Mm -hmm. stuff like that. But -hmm. yeah, John could just get like super high and mighty and you're just like, dude, you are not the person who should be getting high and mighty,
1: you know? Exactly. Exactly. So how did you hear about that?
0: (sighs) So you had actually called me on the phone, like right uh-huh. when you came back, you gave me a call. I'm like, hello. I think even I, I almost feel like you called me, told me you were going to take the car, told me to hang <laughs> on. And I, was just, and I was just like, what are you doing? Is it you're taking grandma's car? You're like, yeah, dude, I just took grandma's car. But <laughs> then you said the way you had told it to me is like you had to just keep going around the block because you kind of didn't know how to do anything else. Oh, I didn't tell you but, about the parking? I mean, no, you didn't tell me you are practicing parking. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, it's funny. So, Grandma, I mean, she also, like, lived and kind of, like, exposed us to some kind of cool places. Because it was through her that we would always go visit our great-grandmother who lived on that farm. Um, mm-hmm. And it was Grandma, mm-hmm. actually... Uh, I think I've mentioned this in another context, but yes. When when our great grandma died, grandma asked if we wanted to like say goodbye to her, and mm-hmm. and you know grandma was you know I had forgotten this, but grandma was pretty religious. Do you remember as kids she would like read the Bible with us? And
1: no, I remember no.
0: one day she was super excited. I must have been like five or four or five. I had I wasn't in kindergarten yet, but she asked like she's like, "Oh, do you know where your name comes from?" And I was like, "Joshua, the great battle, you know, the great general in the battle." of Jericho and the walls came tumbling uh, down yeah. and I remember all the adults were like yeah that's right because I think somebody had given me like a kid's bible for my birth The grandma was surprisingly religious
1: yeah when when we were younger maybe yeah but I don't remember it so much when I got older do you
0: I guess not as much, except she did definitely believe in heaven. Um, she definitely believed in like God. And Mm -hmm. I remember when we were kids, she wanted to take us to church uh, some Mm -hmm. Sunday, like not all Sundays, but some Sunday. And I had just read this book. My second grade teacher, who was a black lady, actually made me read this book about George Washington Carver. You know, the dude who did like all that amazing stuff with Peanuts, Peanuts, like a black dude, way ahead of his time. And I actually really liked him in the book. And I thought it was cool that she like turned because I was in this like kind of like gifted, not gifted class. But there was this like special class, like special, like on Thursdays or whatever, like some of the kids from like my grade not just my class would get together in the library and i think it was like people who were like maybe a little bit advanced on reading or something and mm-hmm. we, it would we almost had this like book club type thing but anyways so george washington carver had this line about like you know nature's my church god is everywhere mm. so i was like laying all this stuff on grandma because her and mom wanted us to go to church for, I think like Christmas Eve or something. Mm-hmm. And they were like really adamant and really like, I'm um, kind of emotional about it. And then Jim drew me aside, you know, and I was like, look, I'm not again, you know, like I believe in God. I said, I just don't think he lives in a church. I said, you know, mm-hmm. I think he's like in nature. I think he's everywhere, which, you know, right. good on which, me for, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, good on me for second grade or whatever, laying, laying that kind of line on her. And then Jim mm-hmm. drew me aside and he's like, he totally got where I was coming from. Really? Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and we'll talk about it in the Jim episode. Yeah, but like yeah. Yeah. Jim really got me in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe like because he wasn't blood and he could like kind of like, you know, look back and, you know, kind of take big picture yeah, and kind yeah. of see what was going on. But anyways, he's like, look, it's really important to your grandmother and your mother. You know, if you can just go sit there for an hour, he's like, you know, just so you know, I agree with you. I think you're right. Mm-hmm. But if it's, imp-, he's like, but you know, sometimes, you know, part of being a man is like realizing what's important to other people. And if it's not going to hurt you and it's going to make them happy, sometimes you should just do it. Right. Right. And then I think somehow the, the trip got the trip to church got cancelled because of snow so I don't remember going to church. But that's pretty um, funny. But anyways. But yeah, I just was curious if you had um because she definitely had those like mm-hmm. religious tchotchkes, like not tchotchkes, yeah, but Yeah. Maybe it was no, just don't. a Midwest eighties thing, but I feel like she had that poster or, like, it was, like, like sh- uh, this shiny wood thing, this, like, picture of a beach where there's two mm-hmm. sets of footprints and then there's one and it has the oh, story yeah. about, yeah. like, Jesus saying, like, no, you weren't alone. I was carrying you. Yeah. Do you remember all that stuff?
1: Kind of. And actually, like, now that you mention it, like, she was really into angels. Do you remember that? like angels oh yeah knickknacks and stuff too so yeah yeah you're right and she would always
0: try to talk about like how angels are guiding you yeah i've forgotten how angels. it's funny
1: how it's bringing that back but yeah yeah but can we go and what's weird yeah sure no 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 finish your thought No, it's
0: just weird how things that if we were to be transported into now, we'd Mm -hmm. be like, whoa, that person's super into like angely knickknacks. You know what I mean? Like if they were, if we saw that on a documentary or whatever, we'd be like, wow, that's very foreign to our experience. But at the time it just felt so normal. So you said you wanted to go back to something? What do you want to talk about?
1: Yeah. And sorry, this is like a few minutes late, but, um, you were mentioning how she took us to um, her mom, our great grandma. Yeah. But there's another memory where I think it kind of proves your point, how you were saying earlier, maybe she wasn't the most nurturing or like (sighs)
0: overly sentimental. She wasn't lovey-dovey. That's what I meant. She wasn't sentimental. Yeah. She was not sentimental. That's a great way to say it.
1: What I remember, and you touched on this in a previous episode about how we went with her that day where she found, um, her mom dead in the chair. Mm-hmm. And I remember the next day or something, me and Meredith, our cousin were asking her, cause we were the youngest of the siblings. We were asking her like, you know, how sad she was and if she was really sad. And, um, cause you know, just, I think, for both of us, the thought of our mom dying was just like the most sad thing you could think of, you know? Oh and, yeah. Yeah. And she, at that age, especially, and she's just like, well, well, no, she was, and she said her age, like how old she was, she was 93. She had a good life, nothing to be sad about. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, man, like, you know, and even her, her grown son who died when she was like way towards the end of her life. I didn't ask her if she was sad about that. Cause I thought it was just a given, but she's, you know, and we, this was our uncle who we talked about a couple yeah. episodes ago and, you know, we kind of mentioned his struggles and everything. And I think in yeah. light of that, after he died, the first time I called her, she's like, well, yeah, it's probably a blessing though. And just like, damn, that's some cold ass shit.
0: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That is pretty cold. I mean, but the thing is, I don't think she was a cold person. I just think she, I just think she was tough. Like, I just think she was like, some might call it resilient or mm-hmm. some might call it like she just kind of kept her eyes on the road, you know, and yeah, Um because I do know that she was, you know, very shooken up over Jim's death. OK, OK. Yeah. She wasn't just like, well, you know, he smoked and that's what you get for smoking. I just mm-hmm. think that mm-hmm. John... Because he kind of had been suffering so much, you know. I and I wouldn't be surprised actually if that tough exterior. And you know, I could be totally wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean, if that tough, ex, if she had kind of had much more complicated. I, I I wonder if like with John. With John in particular, she hadn't been grieving, you know, kind of ever since he lost his way. So for the last twenty-ish, thirty-ish years, mm-hmm. she kind of hadn't been disappointed True. and bummed, and maybe that's why she's like, "Well, yeah." I mean, and, yeah, it must be hard man to see your son, see your kid throw kind of throw their life away, like. Yeah. Somebody who's so talented and so good looking and, you know, state champion wrestler Mm and, you know, could have gone to Kent State University on a full ride. You know what I mean? And like see him kind of not take advantage of all the, all the gifts he had.
1: I'm sure that was super hard as a parent. Probably, like, seeing somebody die, like, over a long time with cancer or some other horrible disease. Yeah, exactly. Or like, in a weird sort of way, you're happy that, like, their suffering is over.
0: Yeah. And, you know, maybe that, you know, quick kind of thinking about it, like, you know, she had this, you know, suburban middle-class dream life you know big house in the Mm -hmm. suburbs four kids handsome husband you know he was a machinist made good money this is back when working class was middle class instead of like working poor as it is now and you know then her husband went blind and then yeah i don't know you know it's always a mystery what was cause and what was effect like did she start cheating like you know did she start cheating with the neighbor because he went blind or because he started drinking or did he start drinking because she started Mm. cheating with the neighbor but like there was a lot of uh (laughs) like there must have been a lot of heartbreak around that time just kind of on all sides. And yeah, you know, I know the kids were always resentful of Jim and I don't know how resentful they were of her. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, saw her blind husband a couple of times a week. So maybe she just kind of had to be tough.
1: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And I don't know if she had always worked as a secretary because she had a full time, you know, ever since I can remember, you know, she retired when, when I was maybe like 10-ish or something. But, you know, she worked as a secretary at TRW and, you know, kind of, you know, I don't know how high she went, but she seemed to have like a solid, Mm -hmm, a modest mm -hmm. yet solid career. And I don't know if she would have, you know, worked if it wasn't for her husband, you know, her, her basically having to, you know, provide and be the Mm -hmm. provider. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So, Right. You know, she kind of had a tough, she had some pretty tough breaks. Yeah. Yeah, she did. But, you know, I'm, you know, I know that Jim doesn't have the best reputation. Um, but she seemed mm-hmm. really happy with him, don't you think? She did. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I thought they were, you know, they would kid around all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, I just felt like it was actually like a pretty cool relationship. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. believe they got, did they get married or did did they not? I'm not sure. Did they just live together?
1: No, no, no. They definitely got married
0: oh okay yeah
1: but i mean it was a pretty
0: like you know for the 80s and for people in their like probably 60s at the time like you know he treated her nicely i i never saw him do anything but treat her nicely Mm -hmm. she treated him nicely like they seem to really care for each other and actually like really enjoy each other's company which is which is cool yeah no i agree i agree I mean, it's weird because when I think about it, like, I think Grandma and Jim probably had the most, like, I don't want to say normal, but like, th- a relationship to actually like aspire to. Do you know what I mean? I mean, do you know any of our other relatives who got and stayed married or gotten stayed together? Like, went went into old age with a partner or spouse?
1: I mean, one of our
0: aunts, but
1: our aunt Pat. Oh yeah, though we don't. I mean, we don't know her, no. know her that well. Yeah, like, no, yeah, you're I mean, right. We're not close to her. But I'm just saying, like, but no, as far as imminent family, parents, grandparents. Um. Well, what about grandma or other grandma and grandpa? They kind of he died, but they stayed together. Oh yeah, that's true. I just so don't remember really... seeing like what they were like as a couple.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't remember seeing what yeah. they were like as a couple. Um that's all because he died in like 78, so I was 6 years old and you were like 3 or
1: 4. He so. died in like 81, Josh. Oh, really? One or 2, yeah. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. still the last time but he, like mm-hmm. when we lived when we lived there in 78 that was, like, the last time we'd really spent, you know, right with them right. as a couple. Yes. And we were so young. But I remember he was a cool guy.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: Anyways. Yeah. So, like, just to kind of, like, ease on out of this thing, what's the...
1: Do you remember the last time you saw her? I do. And actually, the last time I saw her was at my wedding. <laughs> she... in. In Arizona, right? And she came out for it? Uh uh-huh. Yeah, she came out for it. Wow. Oh. Um, she came out with Mom and Jake, and mm-hmm. it was really great seeing her. I know Dad was, like, thrilled to see her. Um, yeah. Yeah, and it's funny, like, you know, I remember I went to visit them at the hotel they were staying at, and she's, <laughs> she said something like, um, well, Jess, I spent a lot of money to fly us all out here, so <laughs> you're not going to get an actual wedding present. <laughs>
0: which That's is pretty fine, awesome.
1: Which is fine, but just kind of like typical tight wad. Um.
0: Well, and it's, uh, yeah, and she did have a definite materialistic streak. Like, she would yeah, always say, yeah. like, when we would go to that one aunt who had property on, like, I guess they discovered oil on their mm-hmm. property, she'd Betty. be like, yeah, Betty, she's like, don't I remember her saying something it was like she was driving up in a new car and she's like, don't tell your aunt Betty this is used. Tell her I bought it new. OK, like she always <laughs> had this like low level competition going on with her sisters over about who was doing better financially.
1: That's really funny because I saw mom today and she actually um, we were talking a little bit about grandma and she actually brought that up. How she thought grandma was always a little jealous of that sister.
0: yeah. Yeah, and I, I I don't think Grandma was necessarily tight. She was just very money conscious, money and conscious, very yeah. yeah. Because she would actually buy us stuff, but she would like oh yeah yeah, yeah let us but let us know like well that's a little too expensive. But I mean, also you got to realize like a lot of her kids mm-hmm. like kind of would ask her for cash sometimes. So she, I think mm-hmm. she was a little mm-hmm. bit seen. You know, she even like half jokingly half angrily said something to me like I'm not the bank for this family like you know I think (laughs) a lot of people saw her as like the person to go to when you needed some cash Uh, or some help (laughs) and I think she would I don't know I would guess she would always do it Mm -hmm. um which just before I say this the last time I saw her because it was pretty cool I also wanted to say a funny story I remember when I must have been in first grade and somehow there was like some like Nancy Reagan commercial say no to drugs
1: thing and
0: then grandma well a couple of times well but this first time I was in first grade and she's like do you know what drugs are and I was like yeah I said marijuana's (laughs) a drug right she's like yeah she's like yes Uh, And she's like, don't, don't let a kid give you a joint. And, you know, I was like, okay. (laughs) I said, but you know, mommy and her and Louie, they smoke pot all the time. She's like, what? (laughs) And then Jim was there and his ears perked up. (laughs) I said, yeah, like even when they come to visit you at your house, sometimes they go out on the front Porch and they they do what's called smoking a joint. And she's like, What? (laughs) Oh my God, that's awesome. Then then when mom came to pick us up, or grandma came and drop us off, like she had this big talk with mom. And I, I think she I feel like I even remember grandma saying, like, if I hear you smoking those joints, if I hear about you smoking those joints again from your son, I'm going to call the cops.
1: <laughs> oh, my God, that's classic. <laughs> And
0: then the other drug scare, I don't know if you remember this, we were on our way to a tr- to just like a summer visit with dad in Arizona and we were mm-hmm. staying over at like one of her sisters. It was like the sister we didn't know super well, but she was really nice. Anyways, you and I mm-hmm. were in bed because we had a flight the next day. And then grandma and this other, sis- this other aunt come busting into our room and grandma's like, wake up, boys, wake up. I was like, yeah? It's like do you know what crack is? I remember like, <laughs> I was just like confused, like like a crack on a sidewalk, you know? She's like, no, it's a drug. And if anybody tries to give you crack, what do you do? And I was like, um, just say no. She's like, that's right. <laughs> and that was it, dude. and they just walked out of the room. And I was just like, what the fuck? I'm going into third grade next year. Like, uh crack i didn't i I, that's the very first time i ever heard the word crack they must have been watching some 60 minutes Uh, exactly or you know whatever
1: got them all worked up Mm
0: scaremonger yeah some scaremonger um thing but anyways the last time i saw grandma um it's when i brought my little girl she was six zoe was about six months old grandma was you know very old she was staying in a home uh And, you know, her and the baby, like, it was so funny. I have some cool pictures of them just like looking at each other and it just felt like they really got each other. Mm -hmm. And I think I've meant, I think I've told you this before, but I kind of have this theory that like, you know, we're born and then it takes us a while to become who we are. We stay who we are. And as we get old, kind of as just a natural process, we kind of start unraveling a little mm-hmm. bit and, and become less and less of who we are until we kind of just, you know, I don't know, become one with the universe or stop existing as a entity or however you want to say it. Right. But it was so cool because just my little six-year-old daughter and my grandma just, just seemed to like connect, man. Mm-hmm. Like they were looking into each other's eyes and it felt like they were like, communicating or something it was really cool. really cool but then grandma looks up at me and i had like longer hair at the time and i was a little bit heavier mm-hmm. and she's like do you go into the office looking like that and i was like <laughs> like what like what like no i work from home but like what do you mean she's like then she looks at me again she's like you kind of look like a mexican <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> okay okay, like, is there anything wrong with that? She's like, no, but you just don't look like you should be going into the office looking like that. (laughs) And I was like, okay, grandma. Oh, still still had anyways humor till the end. (laughs) Oh, for sure. Yeah. So if you could see grandma in heaven or the next life, if there is one, what would you say
1: to her? Um, What would you ask her? You know, from one thing, well, like, I'd want to ask her some more details about how it all went down with Jim and Grandpa. I think I'd Same. also, though, want to say, like, <clears throat> you know, because, like I said, the last time I saw her was at my wedding. Just kind of that I felt bad for not, like, having the chance to go visit her again. Because I, yeah. I, I kind of had a feeling, this might sound weird, but I kind of had a feeling on my honeymoon that that was the last time I saw her. Yeah, Yeah. So just to kind of, you know... Be like, hey, I wish I would have visited you again. And just kind of the thing that you always laugh about, you know, <laughs> were you watching me? <laughs> just like, were you kind of like guarding me or, you know, protecting me?
0: Oh. Keeping an eye so on So to me. ask her.
1: Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. What about you? That's cool. So basically ask her, like, Grandma, are you my angel now? <laughs> I mean, I guess. Right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Sure. That's, um, I I
0: think trying to understand a little bit, it's the same, but I think I would mm-hmm. come at it not from a judgy. I think I did have like, when I was a, you know, a young teenager, I was a little, not like super hardcore in your face about it, but I think mm-hmm. I was a little judgy once I kind of understood what, went down between her and grandpa and Jim, but not too bad. Um, But I I honestly, like, I would just love to just talk with her and hang out with her. And Mm -hmm. also I think I would give her credit for like, yeah, kind of being like, you know, a very stable influence on our, I I think on not just our lives, but on a lot of people's lives. I mean, I think Mm. she was, wary and weary of being like the bank quote unquote, because I think mm-hmm. she was the emotional center for a lot of people. And I think, yeah, you know, that probably got yeah. tiring, but still she was there and she did it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I decided, when I moved with dad, you know, the way it went down was, you know, I couldn't sleep one night. I was thinking about my future, blah, blah, blah. The next morning I said, Hey grandma. Cause she had a little you know, phone book thing is like, hey, can I have my dad's address? And she's like, sure. Mm-hmm. So I wrote him a letter and I said, hey, I, you know, I've been reading a lot of sci-fi because I know he's into sci-fi. So talking right. about the sci-fi books right. I was reading, then I was like, hey, I'm wondering, do you think I could come live with you? <laughs> And then he called me like, you know, the day he, you know, so like a week later he called me and she was surprised. And I think I even like wrote down grandma's phone numbers. Like, if, if, if you want to talk about it, give me a call at this number. Mm-hmm. She picked up and she was like, ah, it's your dad. And then she heard me say like, yeah, okay. So when can I come? Blah, blah, blah. And She was like a little bit shocked, but you know, she offered me, she said, you know, you know, if you want to live with me for a year or two before you live with your dad, you're welcome to because that's a big change. And, you know, I said no nicely. Oh, like I said, you yeah. know, I was pretty gracious. But I just thought that was cool where she was just willing to be like, that's look, super cool." You know, mm-hmm. yeah, I, she was I, I think I would just kind of acknowledge her and thank her for being you know just a real source of mm-hmm. just stability and f- and love you know mm-hmm. like in her way like she wasn't lovey-dovey like it's you know like i say this about just like when people are having a hard times with somebody else i say turn off the volume and look at their actions. Mm, and if uh-huh. you turn off the volume, you know, her sharp words sometimes, her kind of like non-huggy, lovey lovey-dovey-ness, If you turn off the volume, like she was a very giving, loving, caring person. Oh so, yeah. yeah, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Well, it was great talking with you about Grandma. Hopefully, she's up there somewhere. <laughs> being like watching a soap like, opera oh, these guys don't understand a thing watching a soap opera yeah or she's <laughs> listening to us she's yeah. like oh these guys bullshit <laughs> yeah every other <laughs> word we're saying bullshit wrong <laughs> so i'm gonna
1: give you a licking <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly she would always like threaten to give Rhett, us like, give a yeah. <laughs> she's like i'll give you a spanking do you want a licking Keep that up. Yeah. You're going to get a lick. I don't think she's ever spanked us. She never spanked me. Did she ever spank you? No, she threatened it, but no. Yeah. She threatened it. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to tap you on your bucket. Like bucket. she would say bucket yeah, instead bucketed. of butt. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yes. all right, all man, right. It was great talking to you. you. I will talk to you soon. And listeners, thanks for joining us for another episode of the two brothers, one dad, dead podcast. Talking about our grandmother for another installment, Family Tree. Uh, Just as a reminder, if you like what you hear, please rate us on iTunes. And better yet, write a review. If you have any questions, our email is jbear. What's our email?
1: Two brothers, Twobrothersrockyjbear at gmail.com.
0: That's it. So if we got anything especially right, especially wrong, or left out a big part of the story... Uh, feel free to write us. That includes you, mom. All right. Talk to you all later. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.